Chapter 16 of The Sign of the Cross in the 19th Century. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sign of the Cross in the 19th Century by Jean Gomet. Letter 16. The Sign of the Cross breaks idols and expels the demons from them. Examples. It expels them out of the possessed examples recent anecdote other proofs exorcisms it renders vain the direct attacks of the demons examples their indirect attacks proofs all creatures subject to the demons serve as their instruments to harm us the sign of the cross delivers them and prevents their being injurious to our body or soul profound philosophy of the early christians the use they made of the sign of the cross tableau by saint chrysostom december eleventh the power of the sign of the cross my dear frederick must be as extended as that of satan the infernal usurper has seized upon all parts of creation the legitimate proprietor has then to eject him and to give to those who have the use of them the means by which to eject him themselves therefore not only does the sign of the cross prevent the demons from speaking and oblige them to leave the places they inhabit but it also expels them from the bodies of the possessed i shall give a few facts from among thousands in support of these self-evident truths the following happened under the emperor antoninus that caesar the philosopher cruelly persecuted the faithful rome was filled with idols to their feet they dragged our ancestors to compel them to offer incense glyceria one of our heroic sisters was brought before the governor of the imperial city take this torch said he and sacrifice to jupiter i will never do so answered glyceria i sacrifice to the eternal god for that i need no torch which produces smoke cause it to be extinguished that my sacrifice may be the more agreeable to him the governor spoke and the torches were extinguished then the chaste and noble virgin raised her eyes toward the heaven and stretching forth her hands toward the people said do you see the brilliant torch engraven on my forehead at these words she made the sign of the cross and prayed o almighty god whom thy servants glorify by the cross of jesus christ break this demon formed by the hand of man at the same moment a clap of thunder resounded in their ears and the marble jupiter was shattered into fragments we read the same of saint procopius a martyr under diocletian being brought before the idols the glorious champion stood facing the east and made the sign of the cross over his body then raising his eyes and hands to heaven he said o lord jesus christ making at the same time the sign of the cross against the statues and accompanying it with the words impure images i say to you fear the name of my god melt now into water and spread over this temple his words were immediately accomplished obliged by the sign of the cross to quit the places they inhabit the demons are equally constrained by virtue of the same sign to leave the bodies of the unfortunates of whom they have taken possession here again we find numerous facts attested by unexceptionable witnesses first there is saint gregory one of the greatest popes that have governed the catholic church he speaks of a fact of recent occurrence in his own country in the time of the goths says he king totilla came to narni the town had for its bishop the venerable cassius who thought he had better go to meet the prince the habit of weeping had inflamed the face of the holy bishop but totilla judging it to be the effect of wine-drinking showed a profound contempt for the man of god 
but the almighty wished to show how great was he of whom so little account was made in the plain of narni and in sight of the entire army the demon took possession of totilla's squire and cruelly tormented him in presence of the king they brought him to the venerable cassius the saint began to pray made the sign of the cross and the demon was expelled from that moment totilla's contempt was changed into respect he having learned the true character of him whose appearance had excited his contempt listen to another fact which took place in your own country in prussia in a place called velsenburg there lived a rich and powerful man called ethelbert he was possessed by a demon and had to be bound with iron chains as he was a prey to most cruel pains he received many visits one day in the presence of the priests of the idols and many pagans the demon cried out if swibert the servant of the living god does not come i will never depart hence you are not ignorant that st swibert was one of the apostles of friesland and part of germany as the demon unceasingly repeated the same words the idolaters went away much puzzled not knowing what to think of all that they had heard and seen after much hesitation his friends decided to seek the saint having found him they earnestly entreated him to visit the demoniac swibert consented scarcely had he set out when the possessed man began to foam at the mouth to gnash his teeth and to scream more horribly than ever as the saint drew near his dwelling he suddenly became calm and tranquil and lay on his bed as if in a peaceful sleep the saint having looked at him bade his companions to pray he himself conjured the lord for that the glory of his name and the conversion of the unbelievers he would expel the demon from the body of the unfortunate man when his prayer was ended he arose and made the sign of the cross over the demoniac saying in the name of our lord jesus christ i command thee impure spirit to depart out of this creature of god that he may know him who is truly his creator at that instant the evil spirit went out leaving behind him a horrid stench the sick man overwhelmed with joy fell at the saint's feet and with tears begged for baptism which was granted him behold dear frederick what was happening in prussia when she was drawn out of barbarism there as in other places it was by miracles that the gospel proved its mission and the sign of the cross was its ordinary instrument what is now the religion of the prussians is it that of the first apostles that which teaches to make the sign of the cross the protestants unceasingly cry out that an honest man ought not to change his religion they love say they men who hold to the religion of their fathers as for me i love those better who hold to that of their grandfathers you know no doubt the anecdote related of the celebrated count de stolberg this amiable and learned man one of the glories of your germany had abjured protestantism the king of prussia was highly displeased and refused to see him however after the lapse of some years the king being desirous of his advice sent for the count as soon as they met william said to him sir count i cannot conceal that i have but little esteem for a man who changes his religion the count bowing replied this is the very reason sire why i so profoundly despise luther that the sign of the cross is the universal and all-powerful weapon with which to expel the demons from the bodies of the possessed is proved by the exorcisms of the church if you cast a glance over the roman ritual you will find the proofs of what i advance now the exorcisms with the breathings and the sign of the cross date back to the very cradle of christianity 
mention is made of it by all the fathers who have spoken of baptism and nearly every one both in the east and the west has spoken of it in the name of all let us hear st gregory the great when the catechumens present themselves to be exorcised the priest must first breathe on the face in order that the demon being ejected entrance may be given to jesus christ our god then he makes the sign of the cross on the forehead saying i place on thy forehead the sign of the cross of our lord jesus christ and on the breast saying i place on thy breast the sign of our lord jesus christ the exorcisms as above described have descended to us through all ages at this very hour they are still in use in every part of the globe where there is a catholic priest on a mission and a human being to be withdrawn from the dominion of satan but the demons are not only in the temples and statues wherein they are worshipped or in the bodies of the unfortunates whom they torment they are everywhere the air is full of them they are infatigable enemies who continually attack us either by themselves or through the intermediation of creatures their attacks whether direct or indirect open or masked fail before the sign of the cross the lord says arnobius has prepared our fingers for the combat so that when we shall be attacked by our enemies visible or invisible we may use our fingers to form on our foreheads the triumphant sign of the cross among thousands of other heroines as young and exposed as she justina of nicomedia knew how to employ this victorious weapon born of noble parents endowed with riches and rare beauty the young christian virgin notwithstanding her modesty and her flight from the world inspired a young pagan named gladius with a violent passion to attain his desires he employed offers and promises and prayers but finding all useless had recourse to cyprian a famous magician in the city he soon experienced the same passion and employed all the resources of his art to win her for himself he had no difficulty in obtaining the aid of hell the most violent demons were sent to tempt the young saint finding herself so strongly attacked justina redoubled her prayers watchings and mortifications in the height of the combat she made the sign of the cross and the demons took flight not only did she preserve her virtue but she also had the glory of converting cyprian who became an illustrious martyr and one of the most noble conquests of the liberating sign and st anthony the great champion of the desert whose life was spent in warfare with the demons in their paroxysms of rage and under the most frightful forms he also knew how to handle this victorious weapon let a historian worthy of such a man speak sometimes said st anathasius a sudden noise was heard anthony's dwelling shook violently and through the half-opened walls poured in a crowd of demons who assumed the forms of beasts and serpents the seal was filled with lions bulls wolves asps dragons scorpions bears and leopards each of which uttered its natural cry the lion roared ready to devour him the bull threatened with his bellowing and his horns the serpent hissed the wolf showed his teeth the leopard by his variegated colours represented the cunning of the infernal serpent all were frightful to behold horrible to hear anthony beaten and wounded suffered acute pain in his body but his soul remained imperturbable though his wounds drew from him moans of pain nevertheless he ever the same cried out derisively to his enemies if you had any strength one of you alone could vanquish me but because of the power of my god enfeebles you you come in crowds to frighten me he added if you have any power if my god has delivered me to you here i am devour me if you can do nothing against me 
why so many useless efforts the sign of the cross and confidence in god are for us an impregnable fortress then they gnashed their teeth and uttered a thousand threats against the saint seeing that their attacks only served to bring derision on themselves the same fearless language which faith caused anthony to use toward the demons was also addressed by him to the pagan philosophers what is the use of disputations said the patriarch of the desert to those perpetual seekers after truth we pronounce the name of the crucified and all the demons that you adore as gods howl and roar at the first sign of the cross they fly from the possessed behold where are the lying oracles where are the enchantments of the egyptians of what use are magic words all have been destroyed since that day when the name of jesus crucified resounded through the world then having called to him someone who were possessed he continued to say to his interlocutors come on with your syllogisms or any other charms that you please expel out of these miserable victims those who you call your gods if you cannot then confess yourselves vanquished have recourse to the sign of the cross and the humility of your faith shall be followed by a miracle of power at these words he invoked the name of jesus made the sign of the cross over the foreheads of the possessed and the demons fled in presence of the confounded philosophers similar facts are almost as numerous as the pages of history you know them and i will pass on to attacks direct and palpable the demons add those that are masked and indirect not less dangerous than the first they are much more frequent they are of two kinds one interior the other exterior the first are what we commonly call temptations now i have said that the sign of the cross is the victorious arm which disperses them and in saying it i am only the echo of universal tradition and daily experience when you make the sign of the cross says chrysostom remember that the cross signifies and you shall appease anger and all the inordinate motions of the soul origen adds such is the power of the sign of the cross that if you place it before your eyes if you keep it faithfully in your heart neither concupiscence nor voluptuousness nor fury can resistance at its appearance the whole army of flesh and sin take flight the second attacks are exterior not a creature escapes the malignant influence of satan and he makes them all the instruments of his implacable hatred against man this is as i have already demonstrated an article of belief among mankind what weapon has god given for he has given one to free them and by freeing them to preserve our souls and bodies from the fatal injuries of him who is justly styled the great homicide homicida ab initio all catholic generations rise from their tombs to cry out to me it is the sign of the cross all those now living in the five divisions of the globe join their voices to that of their ancestors and repeat it is the sign of the cross impenetrable buckler impregnable tower special defense against the demons universal weapon equally powerful against the visible and the invisible enemy weapon easy for the weak gratuitous for the poor such is as we have seen the definition which both the living and the dead give us of the adorable sign hence two great truths the subjugation of all creatures to the demons and the power of the sign of the cross to free them and prevent them from injuring us from these two truths so deeply felt these truths ever ancient yet ever new arise two facts incontestably logical first the constant use of exorcisms in the catholic church the second 
the incessant use of the sign of the cross among the primitive christians what is the meaning of exorcism the faith of the church applied to the servitude of creatures to the demon what does exorcism operate the deliverance of creatures then as there is not a creature that the catholic church does not exorcise the result is that in her eyes the universe in all its parts is a great captive possessed by the demon an immense engine of war directed against us what in its turn was the sign of the cross among the early christians a continual exorcism if with the church and mankind we admit that all creatures are subject to the demon that they serve as vehicles for his malignant influence that at every hour every instant every action man comes in contact with them what more reasonable than the constant use of an arm ever and always necessary thus then the continual use of the sign of the cross among our ancestors announces a profound philosophy they knew dualism the great law of the moral world in all its formidable extent they understood that the attack being universal and incessant it was necessary in order to preserve an equilibrium that the defence also should be universal and incessant again what more reasonable then they made the sign of the cross on each of their senses do you wish to know why the senses are the doors of the soul they serve as an intermedia between it and creatures once that they are marked with the sign of the cross creatures can no longer enter into communication with the soul unless by passing through a sanctified medium in which they lose their fatal influences but this was not enough for our forefathers they made the sign of the cross on everything that they used and even as far as in their power on every part of creation houses furniture doors fountains boundaries of fields pillars of edifices ships bridges metals flags helmets shields rings all were marked with the adorable sign prevented by their occupations or by the distance of place from repeating it everywhere and always they rendered it permanent as it were by engraving painting or sculpting it on the creatures in the midst of which they passed their existence a lightning-rod a trophy of victory such then was the august sign a divine lightning-rod much more powerful to repulse the princes of the air with their incalculable malice than the metallic rods placed on our houses are to discharge the lightning-clouds a trophy of victory attesting the triumph of the incarnate world over the king of this world as the columns raised by the vanquisher on the field of battle bear witness to the defeat of the enemy from the heights of constantinople let us with st chrysostom contemplate the world covered with these divine lightning-rods those trophies of victory more precious than the universe says the eloquent patriarch the cross glitters on the diadems of emperors everywhere it is present to my view i find it among princes and subjects men and women virgins and married people slaves and freemen all continually trace it on the noblest part of the body the forehead where it shines like a column of glory at the sacred table it is there in the ordination of priests it is there in the mystical supper of the saviour it is there it is drawn on every point of the horizon on the tops of houses over public places in inhabited parts and in deserts on roads on mountains in woods on hills on the sea on the masts of ships on islands on windows over doors on the necks of the christians on beds garments books arms and banquet couches in feasts on gold and silver vessels on precious stones on the pictures of the apartments 
it is made over sick animals over those possessed by the demon in war in peace by day by night in pleasant reunions and in penitential assemblies it is who shall seek first the protection of this admirable sign what is there surprising in this the sign of the cross is the type of our deliverance the monument of the liberation of mankind the souvenir of the forbearance of our lord when you make it remember what has been given for your ransom and you will be the slave of no one make it then not only with your fingers but with your faith if you thus engrave it on your forehead no impure spirit shall dare to stand before you he sees the cutlass with which he has been wounded the sword from which he has received his death-blow if at the sight of patibulary places we are seized with horror think what satan and his angels must suffer at the sight of that weapon which was used by the eternal word to weaken their power and strike off the head of the dragon to-morrow the reflections produced by this ravishing spectacle so eloquently described End of letter sixteen